Blog Talk Radio. Quite simply, a statist is somebody who believes in having a state. Basically, anybody who wants government. Government is the exercise of authority over a people or place. And that is basically the right to rule. It's not just the ability to control other people, because most people have that in one way or another. It's the right. It's the idea that certain people, it's legitimate for them to forcibly control others. Belief in government is a purely faith-based, indoctrinated belief. It doesn't actually make any sense in practical terms or in evidence or in logic. For years, I thought it was a really good analogy to compare government to religion. And only a few years ago did I realize it's not an analogy. It is a religion in every way. It has a superhuman deity, government, that has rights that mortals don't. It isn't restricted by the rules that apply to mortals. It issues commands, and if you disobey, you're a sinner, and you deserve to be punished. The faithful, the true believers, they have great faith in these bizarre rituals, elections and legislation and appointments, and they dress up, and then they say, ta-da, now I represent government. I know I just look like a person, but I don't just have the rights of a person because I represent the magical deity called government. And so I'm allowed to demand your money and boss you around and hurt you if you disobey me. I'm acting on behalf of government, and it has commandments called laws. And these laws aren't just the threats of humans. They are decrees from something superhuman. And so all you good people out there should bow to this deity. And if you want the world fixed, this is what you pray to. And we give you certain rituals of of how to pray to it and when you're supposed to pray to it and pray to the God to make the world what you wish it was and to save you from all the uncertainties of reality. The doctrine people are taught is just patently absurd. And a bunch of examples of that are like consent of the governed. There isn't such thing. If it's consent, it's voluntary. If it's being governed, it's not. The actual given excuse is, we have the right to rule you because you decided we did, even if you didn't vote for us, and even if you oppose everything we do to you, and, well, they represent us. Okay, they represent us by doing a lot of things that we don't have the right to do, and they represent us by bossing us around and taking our money. Like, I bet if I went to my neighbor and bossed him around and took his money and said, I'm representing you, he would say, what? What a stupid thing to say. To me, the most insane is, we are the government, which you hear everywhere. And I ask somebody, wait, do you really not notice that there's a group of people over there, they issue threats, and they call them laws, and they issue demands for money, and they call it taxes. And if you disobey, they send men with guns to hurt you. Now, are you really incapable of distinguishing between yourself and them? One of the the biggest giveaways that the belief in government is a complete blind faith religious belief is the way people respond. One very easy line of questioning is, can you give somebody else a right that you don't have? And everybody says, well, no, of course not. Well, how about you and your buddy? Can the two of you give someone else a right that neither of you had? Well, no. 
And it only takes a couple more questions to get to, well, how did Congress get rights that you don't have? They get emotional and they get angry or they get defensive or they run away. They didn't come to this belief through reasoning and evidence and logic. They came there by having a blind faith belief smashed into their heads starting before they could even talk. It's just something they were taught to believe, that there's this thing called authority and that it's allowed to do things that human beings aren't and that people have an obligation to obey it to the point where, yeah, it's some people, they weren't gods or anything, some people wrote down a thing on paper and then they called it legislation and they did certain rituals and then people go around saying, well, this is law. Most people literally feel physical discomfort and fear at the thought of disobeying anyone in authority. Most people can't say, no, I'm not going to do that, because it goes against their years and years of, of programming and indoctrination that trains them to think, if you do as you're told, you're good. If you don't, you're bad. And that's the message of school, and that message gets pounded in people's heads. Students are taught over and over and over and over again every stinking day they're in school that the measure of your virtue is how well you obey authority. The whole approval-disapproval thing. The one thing you learn in school is if you do as you're told, you get approval and reward. If you don't do as you're told, you get disdain and condemnation. They'll make sure everybody knows you're a bad person because you didn't do as you were told. The belief in authority leads everybody, good people, bad people, everything in between, to advocate and do things they wouldn't otherwise do, bad things they wouldn't otherwise do, including cops, because the, the cops really and truly believe that they have the right to do things that I don't have the right to do and you don't have the right to do. The only reason most of them do what they do is because they believe in authority and they really believe that legislation gives them an exemption from morality. So that when they do something and someone says, hey, what you're doing is bad, hey, I don't make the law, I just enforce it. I'm not responsible for my actions, I'm just a tool of some weird thing somewhere else called government. You can't blame me for what I am personally doing because I'm not really doing it. As loony as that is, that's what most of them will say. Whenever somebody says, hey, what you're doing is wrong, it's not okay to, you know, it's not okay to lock people up for smoking marijuana, it's not okay. You know, all the ways in which, quote unquote, law enforcement initiates violence against nonviolent people. And if you bring that up to them, they literally talk as if they didn't do it. The only reason they do that is because they were taught the lie of authority and government and law along with everyone else, and then they were told, you're just a tool of the thing called law. And that makes it so you have rights that other people don't have. So you don't have to feel bad about physically assaulting nonviolent people because the law says it's okay. It really is just permission to ignore your conscience by saying you have rights that other people don't. You know, you don't have the right to tell other people what habit to have on your own. You don't have the right to go and extort people on your own. But once you're law enforcement, then not only is it okay, it's noble and, and great to go around robbing people and bossing them around. That is the biggest danger of the belief in authority. It tricks good people into condoning or doing really nasty, horrible, violent things because they think, well, this is okay if government and authority does it. They are raised by their parents, by the school, by the government, by the culture by all the authoritarian messages built into everything to think that obedience is a virtue. And when you raise the culture to think that, 
and you get one nasty psycho at the top who says, hey, go do bad stuff, people say, well, I have to follow orders. I have to obey the law. I have to do as I'm told because that's a virtue. And then good people march off and do evil stuff. I'm not scared of the Maos and the Stalins and the Hitlers. I'm scared of the thousands or millions of people that hallucinate them to be authority and so do their bidding and pay for their empires and carry out their orders. I don't care if there's one loony with a stupid mustache. He is not a threat if the people do not believe in authority. Some people assume that, well, you must trust everybody if you don't want government. That's not at all true. I don't nearly trust everybody, but if I don't trust people to run their own lives, why on earth would I trust them to be in a position of power where they can forcibly run other people's lives? Really what it boils down to is saying, I don't trust people. People are untrustworthy and unpredictable. So my solution is to take some of those people, some of the most untrustworthy around, give them permission to violently control us all. And that will protect us from the untrustworthiness of mankind. Okay, you're so scared of of the average man out there and so thankful for government. Let me ask you, who has taken more of your money under threat of force? Private people threatening you or agents of authority threatening you? How many murders are committed by private people compared to how many are committed by people acting on behalf of authority? It's not even close. The number of murders committed in the name of law enforcement and government and authority completely dwarfs private murder. Even governments killing the people of other countries is small compared to them killing their own people. In the last 100 years, over 270 million human beings killed by their own governments, not counting war. That first step is always the hardest, to get someone to dare to set aside his blind faith long enough to think about things, to back up enough to say, maybe government isn't even legitimate at all. It takes a lot for people indoctrinated into the faith to dare to think of those literally blasphemous ideas that, no, those people in Washington don't have the right to rule. Their threats aren't laws, they're just threats. Their demands aren't taxes, it's just extortion. And that really feels like heresy, because it is. It is heresy against the God called government. I now have a huge amount of hope, because I see an acceleration of the number of people who dare to think about these things, and now the number of people able to have this conversation is just hugely exploding. And they're still a minority. But that exponential curve, I don't think it's stopping. I really think the cult of statism is as good as dead. Ultimately, I think the belief in government is doomed for the exact same reasons that the belief in a flat earth was doomed. There's too many people pointing out the utter inherent insanity in the belief, and that's just not going to go away. Nobody who understands self-ownership and understands why authority is inherently bogus wakes up the next day and say, suddenly, you know, I think I should do whatever the politicians say. I think really humanity is just beginning to wake up to what it's supposed to be. Humanity wasn't meant to be a domesticated species owned by a ruling class. Every human being owns himself, is in charge of his own life. I'd like to see actual rational moral civilization in my lifetime, but we are going to get there. 
sooner or later we are totally going to get there the lie will never outlive the truth forever Protect your temple with the Solomon's Temple. Peace, peace. What's up? Hey, peace, God. How's everything? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, man. You all right? Yeah, how about you? Everything good, man. Yeah, trying to get rid of get get some stuff done. Trying to avoid distractions. Yeah. Trying to get it done. Yeah, to try to yeah. close out close out the year. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's finally it's yeah. finally it's finally that that you know what I'm saying. The end of the year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I can't be. It's, it's been this year already over with. Yes, sir. Like, Already over it and going out with a vaccine. Yeah. I mean, this year went by. <clears throat> it don't even seem like the year started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're so distracted by the things. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it, um, it's been an interesting year, though. Right. Oh, so many it's left. Interesting. It's crazy. Well, everybody running to get that vaccine now that it's out. Yeah. Uh, is it available now? Yeah. They already started giving it to people starting Monday. Wow. I seen that 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 black nurse on now. I don't know how much yeah, they paid. You know her. that was a psychop. I don't know how much they paid her. <laughs> and I wonder if they even gave her a vaccine. I don't think yeah. they gave her one. Because if something happened to her, ooh. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. They didn't give her the real thing. She got the, 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 the placebo. The last thing you want is her dying. They mm-hmm. She got the placebo. She's the first human on the earth. <laughs> now, my question is, why y'all got to take the vaccine on TV? With a it, black one to prove that so other people could take it. Then you use a black nurse. It's so so fake, man. If you can't see through that, you know. I couldn't believe, it. and they had to have her her ass do it. She had to mm-hmm. be the one. That's why I was thinking the same thing. I mean, that was just too much, too obvious. Right. Too obvious. So you know, cause now I say they want us to take it. Why y'all so hurry? Because they, I, I know they're gonna have a vaccine different for us. Uh huh. There is a such thing. I mean, because they they they've been talking about this for for an extremely long time with gene gene specific uh, weapons and gene mm-hmm. specific technology. They've been talking about that for for a super long time. You know what yep. I'm saying? Way before way before the two thousand. You know. Mm-hmm. So they were talking about that way back then. There's no telling what type of technology right. around. They was, I, I, um, 
they were talking about how they can they got smart bombs that can just you can you, you can drop smart bombs in countries that only kill Pacific genes. Mm-hmm. And and, and that's and that's considered old technology. Yep. There ain't no telling what kind of um vaccines they got. That's why I'm not touching it. But you know what? A lot of us are jumping head first into it. Head first. And getting mad when you say you're not going to take it. Getting mad. And and, and, and to be honest, God, you know, <laughs> I even had a cousin that was, man, that nigga was so, I, I thought he was something. And I don't know. I, I'm like, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I went, God, it shocked me more than anybody with him. And he kept saying, um, his nephew called him. Now, keep in mind, my cousin is about 300 pounds that called him. Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm. About 300 pounds in the hospital for months. You know. Mm. Um. But see, man, we're in a lot of trouble because, see, you know, and I witness this daily. A lot of people go through this this thing that, you know, it's it's called the healing crisis. Mm -hmm. Now, you got people that fast in church and do Lent and do PR to fasting. Nothing is good that people have done that before. Mm-hmm. I think it's extremely good when people have experienced fasting, and and because when you fast or you change your diet, you eat better, you're going to feel like shit most right. of the time. You've been on drugs all your life. You stop being on drugs, you're going to feel bad. You get off mm-hmm. the drugs. You're not gonna feel better when you get off the drugs. You're not gonna feel better nope. when you stop eating um Mm-mm. bad things. Then you you'll start feeling better, but that's just a part of it. You see. And so you got a lot of people that that been sick and doing things wrong for so long. And so when they start eating better, they're going to feel different. And sometimes yep. some people don't like that. And so they go back to doing what they were doing, and they never get well. Mm-hmm. You see it? You know. Yep. Because um, a lot of times. They don't give it enough time. Yeah, like, like, like um, you know, you had, had the, the young lady, her, 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 um, her mother trying trying to get off heroin, mm-hmm. and she she was sick, and they wind up putting on this other drug, you know, the methadone. She wind up dying from dying from taking that stuff. You see, mm-hmm. because she was worse. And so, you know, the sister was talking to me and she was wishing that she had a um 
not let him take them, you know, that that prescription to, to help her, you know. And see that it just it just that's just a trade off. Mm-hmm. But see, if she hasn't did it naturally and just fought through the symptoms. Like I told her, the death date was already death date. You can't change that death date. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't change that. But it's just it's just the, the the downside. You know what I'm saying? There's so many people face when they trying to to to, to upgrade themselves. They're gonna feel worse before they feel good. Mm-hmm. Especially if you've been doing something for some time. If you work out, <clears throat> you ain't worked at all 2020. You're going to work <laughs> out. You're going to feel like you got arthritis, a joint problem, for a few days. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But then, like, oh, I shouldn't have worked out. God damn, I shouldn't have did it. You see? People mm-hmm. gonna have to be okay with being uncomfortable when you when you depending on <clears throat> a system to take care of you, and you get off the system, it's gonna be tough at first. You see, mm-hmm. you gonna have to figure out how to make a living. <clears throat> you gonna have to figure out some things. It's just it's it's always hard when you make changes, but we can't get comfortable and be afraid of that. You know, and see, this is what's going what's, what's hurting our people is that transition phase that's going to be it's going to be ugly. You know, like I do a lot of spiritual stuff. I do a lot of it's just my life, but to somebody else, if they start doing it, it's going to be tough for them. Right. You see, you have to build yourself up to a point. Most people cannot sit still for an hour. Like <laughs> it ain't nothing for me because I I didn't I didn't I didn't um, charge myself up and everything. But for somebody to sit still, <laughs> that shit gonna be tough for them. And I have no music on, no TV, no nothing. Some people yeah, that mad. happens to me a lot. Mm-hmm. I forget you to turn see. them things off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. But I, I really, I, you know, what I'm saying that this, 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 <clears throat> this is going to be. Um, this is what separates the the winners from the failures mm-hmm. on how they can. And 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 God forbid if something happens. With technology or something shut down, or we can't do what we wanted to do, had the people to go mad. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. you should, that's that's what I like about yoga. It <clears throat> it helps you become flexible. You see, and if you're not in the yoga, make sure you you in the stretching. Them muscles and bones need to be stretched. Yeah, it does yeah. internally when you stretch your bend. Mm-hmm. If you can't do that, you're going to be inflexible 
And it's going to be tough when you're going to need that flexibility. Yeah. I think that's bad for your health not to be flexible. That's right. It's almost, to me, it looked like uh, just just noticing someone I know that don't stretch at all, don't do any type of exercise, they can't, after a while when they get older, they can't even walk, stretch their legs just to walk. That's why you see a lot of people that be, like, short walking, older people. Right. And they just uh-huh. moving their legs just a little bit. That's, I think that comes from not stretching all their life. That's right. Or that back be pumped over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you you're gonna have to be flexible in all things because change is the only thing that's constant. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta that's accept change. Yeah, I don't care what it is. You it, it's going. Everything changes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether you conscious of it or not, or, or like it or not. Um, so, uh, what are you going to do for the New Year as far as your uh, rituals? Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to, you know, be around my family, so, you know. And see, that takes a lot of flexibility, too, because mm-hmm. I got to be flexible with the way they see the world. If I'm gonna be around them mm-hmm. and be and 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 do my Jesus thing, be be with them but not be in it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? You know that's my favorite thing. I got out that mythology is to mm-hmm. be a part of something but not be in it. That's some God shit in itself. You know what I'm saying? To be with some, be 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 with people and not be bothered by where they at. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That if that ain't magical. I don't know what magic is. <laughs> they said they said a black woman created the uh, vaccine. Oh, that. African-American scientists at the forefront of creating the COVID vaccine. I know that's bullshit. Even if a sister did do it, 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 it still ain't no damn, um, it, it, it's a program. You feel me? Yeah, what I'm saying, they just trying to get everybody to agree with us. Yeah, it's just the whole shit. All this shit we didn't did in history, but they want to tell us we did this shit. Uh-huh. Come, come from us and to a degree, and then it's like, okay, why this one? Mm-hmm. Why, I mean, just like, just like the big, I've never seen the campaign to get niggas to do something. That's what's making it scary to me. Mm-hmm. You see, like since Farrakhan said that, it got worse, don't it? <laughs> Yep. All I know is they they making a lot of money off this vaccine, and that might just right. be the real agenda. <laughs> right. They might not be out to kill nobody. They just about to be out to just make some money. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and I, they I making the you. money, huh? 
I I I lean to what you saying. It ain't gonna kill nobody, but it ain't. <laughs> no. But see, I I I don't think it's gonna kill people like that. Just like mm-hmm. just like pork don't kill people like that. But it but it's mm-hmm. but it's gonna gonna help you. It's gonna hurt you. See, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, ain't nothing good from coming from it. <laughs> I can tell right. you that right now. Like ain't nothing. Uh, ain't nothing gonna. Uh, I don't trust I'm that t- it's gonna be beneficial, just like any other medication that they give you. Like, like I was talking with somebody yesterday. They did a severe alcoholic, severe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so now they got cirrhosis of the liver and um, hepatitis, and it's real mm-hmm. bad. I mean, I have um I have to give them herbs to keep the fluid off their stomach. It's really bad, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, they don't expect them to um, you know, the life is you know they don't expect them to live long because you know this is a a fatal um, it has a high mortality rate, but you know she's doing a lot better with the herbs. And if she if she can be consistent for three months, she's gonna be fine. You know, you get a new liver every three months. But what got mm. my attention is um see I was just like she said that she could drink any she used to drink any man up on the table. Mm-hmm. And then she told me something. Although when I used to drink, I used to have I my head used to be banging. If I drank past a certain amount, it made me hate liquor. Cause my you know my head mm-hmm. be hurting. You know what I'm saying? I ain't throw up or nothing, but just the the hangover the next morning, it was just it just wasn't mm-hmm. worth it. I did, you know what I'm saying? I enjoyed it when I was doing it, but I hated the next day. You know. And um, cause she, you know, when, when I was in school, we used to binge drink, and so that that kept me from being an alcoholic. Mm. And I, I used to wish I could drink and not feel bad. And so what it showed me was, you know, I had said, "Does he ever have hangover?" She said, "She never had a hangover." Hmm. So all them years he just poisoned her liver to this point. But it mm-hmm. it appeared that she had the best the best she was the best drinker. You know. It it's just amazing how your body can would take damage but then you pay for it later. Oh yeah. But but then at the same time I drink and I I'm like shit, I ain't got no stomach. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and see that's the trade-off sometimes. You know. Mm-hmm. So, what is it about the alcohol that hurts the body so much? Because I know I can't drink like it that. Turns, I, I mean, I can immediately feel sugar. the effects of it. Huh? It turns straight to sugar. It turns straight to sugar. It's oh. just liquid sugar you pouring into your body. 
And it's funny because the chemistry is interesting because when you when you get too much sugar, it, it turns into alcohol. You know, mm-hmm. it was this man that used to be this major during the prohibition era. He used to just shut down. He he got paid off. He he was big on shutting down the prohibition. And um, he mm-hmm. dies of alcohol poisoning. And everybody saw mm. he was a, a hypocrite. He wasn't a hypocrite. He was pouring corn syrup all over his pancakes, and he used to like to drink it. You see what mm. I'm saying? So the toxicology report showed that he died from alcohol poisoning, but it actually was wasn't that. It was just it converts over. So mm-hmm. it just it. Just, not to mention, it dehydrates you so badly. Mm-hmm. It's like a bad dehydration because it just strips you, you know. And as a result, that's where them hangovers and, and headaches come from. Yeah, sugar, I mean, alcohol is devastating to the body, just like sugar is, you know. Mm-hmm. So what about the, alcohol and bl- blood pressure? How does that affect blood pressure? It does the same thing. See, sugar is, is is the most destructive thing you can put in your body is sugar. Mm-hmm. You know, and the bad thing about it, when I say this, the first thing a Negro hears is fruit. I don't know how sugar and fruit became synonymous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Negro. It's not the same type. It's not that. It's not sugar like that. That refined. Granulated, it's not the same thing. Man, probably about ninety percent plus of diabetics. When I talk to them, first thing they come out their mouth. When I, I, you know, I I don't eat, I don't eat no fruit. But you eating, um, you eating all this, um, rice and pasta and all this other stuff. You're not eating fruit. Crazy. And to me, diabetes mm-hmm. is one of the worst things you can have. To mm-hmm. me, I, I think it's worse than damn near everything. You know, it's really bad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it'd it be disappointing because, like, you know, people, you, oh, <laughs> You know, early this this early this summer, um, you know, yeah, yeah, people it's like they want to get well, but they don't want to change their diet. Nope. Oh no. They don't want to change their diet. They, you know, what I'm saying they'll do everything, but they won't change their diet. And see, that's the that's the one. It's certain things that's constant in your life, your thoughts, your habits. And seeing these habits can be your thoughts, your food, what you drink, how you exercise, how you sleep, everything. These habits make the difference in our life. Mm-hmm. And so we all got things that, that put us at our best. And all we gotta do is just tweak a couple of things. You make the you make yep. them tweaks, you'll be fine. And there's always that thing that we love so much. That's the game changer. And see, in this game, 
whatever whatever your obstacle is, the you know what I'm saying, your lesson the key to your lesson is 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 is, is getting through that dough. And if you can master mm-hmm. that, you're gonna get your blessing. I don't care what it is. You see. And it's always that thing. And it's easy. It's always easy for somebody else to do it. That's what makes it funny. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If things take me to the next level, you might think ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, man, I do that shit all the time. That's what makes it tough. It's going to be tough for the person. Mm. You have the other people test, I master easy. That's why it ain't my test. Right. That's why I'm saying that we all got to be okay with being uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable to go to that next level. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, but yeah, that's the problem. People get that uncomfortableness and they see it as a negative and, and they stop. That's right. right. Yeah. They say, oh, this is a problem. Be. I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, it's the thing that's going to take the individual to the next level. It ain't got to be food. Mm-hmm. Shit, food ain't a problem for everybody. It can just it's be... pedophilia. Mm-hmm. Attorney General. Sorry. Yeah, it it, it could yeah. be something as simple as is going back to get the education you need. And I'm not talking about going to college. I'm just saying, doing what you got to do to develop yourself mm-hmm. to go to the next level. Yeah. And see, like, that's why I'm big on spiritual cleansing, detoxing yeah. the body. So what could people do to spiritually cleanse? First, I always ask people to spiritually cleanse their environment. Mm. Okay? And there's so many ways. We have, you, we have spiritual washing. You can wash your house with. If you don't like smoke, you can wash your house with it spiritually. Okay? Spiritual washing. Mm-hmm. Spiritual washing is like, like Creole. That's a hell of a spiritual wash. You wash your house with that. You can, Of mm-hmm. course, you can save your house. But see, there's, we have so many different forms of sage. It's um, of smudging from... Um, different various incense, various different forms of um, sages, various forms of resins. Sometimes um, for each situation, you know, sage ain't the the answer for all of them. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, that's why you, if you don't know the difference in the energy in your home, then ask about the energy in your home. And then we can be more persistent. Okay, mm. so if you don't like washing, you can use sage. If you don't like, if you want aromatherapy, you can use a specific type um, essential oil. Mm-hmm. What's know, the best one to use? And I see that's the thing about herbs and spiritual things. There is no best thing. There's best things for mm-hmm. specific situations. Um. Salesmen mm-hmm. always say it's the best form, and and, and 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 you know I'm not a salesman, so I ain't gonna you know 
I can't stand when I don't even like faddish herbs. I don't like when they make herb, fads out of herbs. This herb is an herb for man. Stop it. Yeah, I think they like, no herb I, 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 yeah, I can say that right. You know, when I had a toothache, I remember yeah. you told me to use clove to you know uh-huh. that'll help it. Right now, uh-huh. I did that, but it took a while. But then. I tried neem oil on it, and that seemed mm-hmm. to work faster for me. Right. Like, I have people attested to the whole uh, clove oil. I tried it, put it in yeah. there, left it bed. I felt, I felt the dumbness, and it felt like it got a little better. But when I put the neem oil on it, within hours, I mm-hmm. get results. I get better results yeah. out of the neem. It tastes nasty, but right. it does the job, especially if it's infected yeah. and it's puffy. And stuff, it gets yeah. rid of that that uh that that pus like that. It eats it up. That's right, yeah. and that's what I like about it, you know. And see that, but <laughs> yeah. that situation is different from a toothache. That's more right uh, for infection, you know. Right. And see what that right. would with the knee always help more with with abscesses. It will prevent the abscess to get. Where you wouldn't have to lose the tooth, it it help more in that area. You see, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. why that's why it's it's, it's the Pacific. It's, it's not nothing that's just the best thing for everything. Yeah, good. oh, you you some clover, that's you, man. And, and yeah. like sometimes, like you said, abscess don't necessarily come with pain. It just that's right. you know you slow swollen, and um, mm-hmm. you, man, that mean boom. <laughs> you, that's right. It like it never happened, you know. That's right. It pulled that. Every it pulled now that then, right. Every now and then, I'll periodically, like once, twice a month, brush my teeth with neem oil. Just you know, mm-hmm. roll my teeth just to you do it for period. You know, just for uh, just as a precaution. Yeah, you know, to tolerate the smell and the, the taste. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. That's right, yeah. and see, and the Spalenti's tea is, the, is is really good for for pain too. There's a lot of things you can take for um for tooth pain. The the thing is, it just that um a lot of things ain't ain't available to everybody like that. Mm-hmm. See? Um, I think a lot of people use the clove oil because it's it's, it's more accessible. You can you can go into the grocery store and get it. Right. It's, yeah, it's hard to find Nemo. Good Nemo, mm-hmm. the right stuff. It's right. hard to find that. Yeah, but that's... Yeah. I, you know, it's, I, yeah. It's, it's, it's really, really good for that. And then it helps with, with, with all of them. And you drink it in, internally. So it'll have a, mm-hmm. it has a much longer um, effect with the body. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, but people don't like that when I say that because they want to hear this this one thing that's you know, um, and you know what I'm saying. They hear this one plan and then it's, it's and I've watched this for many years. And everybody runs for it, yeah. You know, um, you know, you know, one year was moringa, one year was black seed oil, one year was golden seed, one year was. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. it, it's, it's, 
It's, it's, it's a good, and, and what I like is good. those are good plants, but they're not, they shouldn't be marketed like that. Right. You see. Um, no plant got it all like that. <laughs> not even, mm-hmm. not even most, uh, um, these most got a lot though, but they don't got it all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the thing now. The sea moss, everybody sea moss, sea moss, sea moss. Everywhere I go, I hear. It. Mm-hmm. It's a hell of a nutritional plant. I think it's is is up there in nutrition. You know, but but. Um, variety is better for for a full spectrum. It hit it, mm-hmm. it everything for everybody. Because you gotta keep in mind, like I said a couple of years ago, the key to everything is the zodiac and your internal. That's the key. Mm-hmm. You know, um, nobody talks about that, and I I talk about it, and it's it's but that's the key. Not you know everybody mm-hmm. that. Key to everyone, you will not miss with mm-hmm. that because your key. You know what I'm saying? There's specific minerals that each zodiac sign needs, but keep in mind that you a blend of them all. Although, um, mm-hmm. you know, me and you are Scorpios, but we do your chart. It's a blend of, of, of them all. You see, mm-hmm. to have your, you need to understand mm-hmm. your your unique blend. You see, mm-hmm. and understand your it's certain plants that you're supposed to consume every day. Period, and 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 you even see it on some some decent astrology books. It's gonna show you the cell salt for mm-hmm. each each zodiac. You see, and so that that's that. And you see, that's the thing that determines and and um changes everything for everybody. You see. Mm-hmm. And then you gonna have certain tendencies and certain things you like and you don't like, right? You know, but, but you have to know what's what's the best for you. You see, um, if you got that, you are gonna win. Yeah. The alkaline, the alkaline thing, the alkaline thing is is um is 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 good is good though. You see. <laughs> but you know yeah. what I'm saying? We we even need a uh uh we need a blend of everything. You see? But see like when you in when you in complete balance and everything is in balance like it like it should be, your body gonna show you what 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 you need. You see? Yeah. And see the name plant has a lot of a lot of powerful Minerals in it. That whole plant is a is a magical a magical plant. Um, mm-hmm. I remember when I first got introduced to that plant. Um, I was I was watching a documentary on it. Mm-hmm. And these people in Africa, mm. and uh, in Africa, and what they were doing, 
they had a line that was a that was a few miles long. <clears throat> and this man came once a month. He had the, the this lean tree. And no matter what they said was going on, he used a Pacific part of the plant. See, that plant is so powerful. The, the leaves are amazing for your, for your blood sugar. It's amazing for your, um, your skin. Right. It's amazing for your um for your skin, your blood, you see, diabetes. But then at the same time the the, the bark is good for for pain and flesh infections and parasites. You mm. see. Is it good for eczema? Yeah. The the, the leaves are the bark has good part to it for for the skin as well. But the um the flower which is used to, to create the oil externally they all will heal the worst skin condition. But like you said, it's the worst smelling thing on the planet. <laughs> it literally smells like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. And this guy. Terrible. His, his skin looked like the rock monster. Mm-hmm. Um, Fantastic Four. And um, what he did with that, I was like, he put it on. He didn't care how he smelled. And he drunk the, the leaves. He drunk the bark. And you should see his skin now. You see, mm. and see like the fruit, man. The fruit taste. Um, Where you get the leaves from? Yeah, you know, the leaves. Man, we, we got all. We got all that. Drink it. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. I mean, we got all, every part of the plant. The only don't now occasionally we have the the flowers and the fruit. Cause I got I got a an Indian that I got a connection with, and and when it's um in fact is <laughs> I, I was talking with the um the the lady it's this lady I do business with and her family mm-hmm. gets it and um mm-hmm. through her I can get the 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 fruit and the flower. And and I use that, and I get it a couple mm-hmm. of times out the year. You know, I get the the fruit. Um, and one part of the year, along with the flower, because you know it's a natural plant, so all natural plants are going to are going to um, grow for um, during specific times of the year. You know. And see, the leaf is good for you know for your for your eyes, your liver, as well as the bark. You know, um, 
the bark is good for your for your um I think the bark is good for your respiratory system as well. And see like when you break down the whole plant, you pretty much got a uh um a treasure chest. You see. Mm. This plant can can take care of everything, but you gotta understand the specific part to use. Mm-hmm. You see. You know, that um you know, when you look at the the um there's a few trees that's that's powerful like that. And, you know, the um the black walnut tree is powerful like that. You could it, it's a it's a medicine chest within itself. We already talked about the elderberry bear the medicine chest for itself. You got you got a few plant few plants that are strong like that. And if you use the mm-hmm. whole plant, the whole tree, you might could use those types of of um, trees as a as a one source thing like that. You see, mm-hmm. but you gotta use a specific part of the tree, um, and then as, as well as the the roots of the the neem tree. Um I I don't get the the roots like that. I would like to get the the roots. Um you know what I'm saying? Cuz cuz the roots got some got some incredible components too. You know. Mm. But yeah, man, you can really heal all these orders with the neem the neem plant. Really heal mm. especially when you use the fruit of the plant. Urinary tract right. infection. And you know, so a lot, you know, um, he even had these, um, these neem uh, twigs they use as, as toothbrushes. You chew on them. Mm-hmm. You see. You see, I use the miswax um, tree. I, you ever chew on that, that, that um, miswax toothbrush? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like see that's bark. good. Yeah, and see you can use the neem twig the same way you use the miswack. And if you chew on that, like you chew on the miswack or the neem twig as a toothbrush, you're gonna notice that your gums and your teeth are much better, and you mm-hmm. and you won't get reoccurring infection. You see, mm-hmm. using the neem all. Um, Twig, which is really the bark of the tree, you see, and you know, neem toothpaste is incredibly um, popular in itself, anyway. Yeah, I got somebody. Yeah. I think I got it from you. The uh, neem toothpaste. Yeah. yeah, but if you can get that yes. twig, you getting better. Um, I don't like. I don't like. Um, I don't feel like my teeth are. <laughs> it's it really a mind thing. I like to brush my teeth with a toothbrush, but that's been used for centuries, cleaning your teeth with those balls. Mm-hmm. You know, you even see the animals do it, you know. Now, the only thing you got to be careful with that that um the neem oil and the neem bark internally has properties to lower your your sperm count. So it was used as the um as a form of a birth control. You see, when you use the right amount, right amount. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? 
you know. And and um, you know, I ain't I ain't rubbing that oil on me because I don't like the smell. <laughs> and so you use I've right done it amount. in spots. Like if I do it, I use it at night. You know. You know, but during the yeah. day when you got to go out, not a good thing to do. Well, you, you you use it as a um as a um spermicide. Uh, I've never used it for that. I've used it on my uh, oh, you know, for my eczema. I, oh, I read okay. the literature on that that it is a spermicide, a natural spermicide. <clears throat> I know, I know this sister that she uses it, and I was like, how do you mm-hmm. get a nigga to do that? Cause I see smells is everything to me. I love sweet smelling. Um, mm-hmm. I just that that would be off just that smell. <laughs> you know, it ain't gonna be the same if it smell like that. Mm-hmm. You, know, I don't know, uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what they was thinking of when they came up with that. Is uh, um, I think I have to go with that white boy peel. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they did a test on it. They said it's more effective than any type of contraceptive out there. Yeah, yeah. cause shit, it made the it made the stuff smell so bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's I, say, I guess you know <laughs> you you gotta mix it and give it mix it with something to kill us older of it. Yeah, but I can't man. see how you can use that. It's it's not. It is definitely a mood killer. Yeah, you got a couple of minutes. Yeah, to go ahead and give out your information. Yeah, so y'all know we at seventy two hundred one Park Lane Road. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you know, we got a lot of listeners. They don't, you know, they not. I guess it's just the um, we don't get the calls to match with man. Your listeners definitely listen. Cause they be they be mm-hmm. calling and they. Um, I would like to tell people that you know I got a, I got I got you know my I haven't been able to do as many readings my phone um, consultations like I would like because I have so many mm-hmm. people I work with that come in and so I'm been behind with my um, my phone consultations only so many I'm gonna do when I got so many people that's coming through the doors you know. And um, mm-hmm. you know, and but I I got I got some people on my wait list, and I you know I appreciate y'all patience, but as far as you know the herbs and and everything, we send it out light and fast. I'm even impressed on how we get it out because we. You know, there's so many people, but I think we're doing pretty good with that. But there's only so many people I can talk to in a day, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I pre- I like to say I appreciate the patience, you know, because we've got people on the waiting list. Mm-hmm. But as far as your herbs, that's easy because you don't take up take up um, 30 minutes or an hour out of my time, you know. So there's only mm-hmm. so many people you can do, you know. But we said the two on one Park Lane Road, <clears throat> Columbia, South Carolina, eight oh three six six one eight nine four five. All right, bro. All right, peace. Peace. Yeah, you too. Peace. All right.
You're listening to Solomon's Temple on Hindsight Radio.